This season, when we started our new episodes, I chose to talk about habits because it's probably this time of the year more than any time else that we focus on changing our habits. And our first episode on this series was all about procrastination. Then we talked about the habit loop. So take a listen to that if you don't know what it is. Also, we talked about last week, we talked about systems versus goals and why systems are more important than goals. But today's episode is the final of our series of four, and it's all about habit motivation. Enjoy. show. This is sponsored by Camp Hill Family Chiropractic. And the aim of this show is to give this community information so you can make smart, safe, and sane healthcare decisions. So as they say, relax and enjoy the show. Well, welcome everybody. If you're new to our podcast, the Wellness 717 podcast. And if you're returning, thanks for coming back. So today, as mentioned, this is part four of our four-part series on habits. And today's topic is about three habits to help you stay motivated. So it's a challenge, isn't it? Staying motivated in anything. And we're going to try to relate everything we talk about today to the habits of making you healthy. Much of this information is from a great book called Atomic Habits. And if you haven't read it yet or listened to it on an audiobook, please do so. It's by James Clear's best-selling book. And he suggests that there are three different techniques that you can use to make your internal motivation a daily habit. So number one, you can create a motivational ritual. Number two, you can follow the Goldilocks rule. And number three, you can develop a strong why, in quotations, for your goal. So let's talk about the first technique in changing your habits and how to stay motivated. And that is motivational rituals. What are we talking about? Do you want to have a stronger motivation when you really need it? Then you might want to try to associate your habits with something that you enjoy. The two key words here, associate and enjoy. Associate your habits with something you enjoy doing already, right? Maybe not something new. I use this example all the time. I'm not really a runner. I'm a swimmer and I swam this morning and it really set my clock. And if I would have done running today, it wouldn't have done the same thing. So I really enjoy swimming and I try to associate my motivation to swimming. So when you associate with a positive action, it really develops into a strong cue. We talked about that before in the habit loop in the episode a few uh, episodes ago. So we develop a strong cue for the feeling of motivation. 
And when we associate this, it will become your motivation ritual. So you just need to get that. A motivational ritual can be any activity. It can be a series of activities that you do before engaging in work, of course, exercise, or even performance. So what is your ritual before you start an activity? Or what is your ritual to get you prepared to do that health activity? Preparation. We talked about that in the Habit Loop episode. So the ritual of maybe getting ready will place you in a mental state of being ready to go and competitive and focus on doing the activity, whatever it may be with your health, maybe exercise, nutrition, getting checkups at the doctor, being around healthy people, things for your mental health. There's all sorts of things we can do, but we have to create a ritual. Other motivation rituals could be maybe playing a song with a great groove before you exercise to get pumped up, or maybe it's while you're exercising. I actually listen to music when I swim. That motivates me to do much better, I think. Or maybe you're doing a breathing exercise before you have to um, perform an exercise. I coach swimming, and I try to give... Uh, instruction to my athletes to prepare for the race. When do they think about certain things, right? When you're going to perform in a health exercise or a competition, there needs to be rituals as well. Are you thinking about the race way before you get behind the blocks? And then behind the blocks, are you thinking about the start? I mean, these are things that have to become a ritual for you to stay focused and to be competitive. So let's focus on number two of our motivational tactics or techniques, and it's called the Goldilocks Rule. So the Goldilocks Rule is all about finding your zone of optimal performance. You can use this rule when you run into difficulty when starting a new or challenging activity, or maybe just trying to keep one going. For example, you might get really excited to start jogging during the first week, but then the alarm goes off early in the morning on week two and you end up staying in bed. Or let's take an example other than health. Let's say you start learning a guitar and it's fun for the first month as you master the basic chords, but then you get tired maybe because you're challenged of the basic chords in a month or two and your guitar sits gathering dust, right? So the Goldilocks rule says that it's all about finding the sweet spot of motivation where things aren't too easy or too hard to accomplish. Because when things are too easy, we quickly lose motivation to keep doing them because they don't excite us or challenge us anymore. However, when activities are too difficult, such as a new task, or it starts to get harder or complex tasks, we quickly lose our excitement to complete them because they frustrate us. We've all been through this, haven't we? I know I have. So the key is to make something manageably difficult. That's peak motivation.
So let's go back to the guitar example for a second. It would be doing the basic chords, but then adding a challenging chord maybe once a week to always keep it exciting. So let's take running for example. It might be easier to get out of bed by going to bed dressed in your running clothes. Or maybe even an example would be finding a running partner to keep you accountable. So we need to find a place where it's not too hard, it's not too easy, it's just right. The sweet spot of motivation. And that's what the Goldilocks rule is all about. So number three, this is huge in anything in life. It's finding your why. So this is probably the most important thing, I think, to keep motivated because things have to be enjoyable. And we want to stay motivated and we do it by finding our why for doing something. When you have a strong enough reason to do something, maybe to stay fit, maybe to lose weight, maybe to have a lot of flexibility, maybe to have more energy, maybe to pick up your grandchild, maybe to do the things you haven't been able to do physically, you will always find a how to overcome these obstacles. This is what I do. I focus on not just my body, I focus on where I want to be in five years, in 10 years. I had kids later in life. And so my goal is to stay active. So when my kids get to the age, a bunch of years from now, of course, and they have a family, I want to be able to enjoy it. I want to be able to someday pick up my grandkids. I want to be able to walk my girls down the aisle. So that's my why. And it's helping me overcome my obstacles. And I can find my how. Let's take another example. If you just want to lose weight, you'll run into difficulty. Because there's no strong why to take off those pounds. You'll often find a better reason to eat pizza, to go out drinking, or to sleep than to exercise or even eat vegetables. On the other hand, if you need to lose weight to fit into a dress for your class reunion or because you have high cholesterol and you're afraid you're going to have a heart attack, those strong reasons will give you focus in the face of a warm chocolate chip cookie. I love chocolate chip cookies. So the stronger the why is, and usually the more emotional the why is, the stronger your motivation will be to continue the activity. So in closing, if you want to make motivation a habit, these are the three things that you can do. Find a strong reason why you're doing something. Find an optimal level of difficulty and associate your goal with a positive routine. Well, thanks again for listening to this series on habits. It's so important to change our habits when it comes to our health. And the new year is the best time to do it. We can do this anytime throughout the year. So if you're listening to this in July, you can do this in July. You don't have to wait to the beginning of the year. 
And if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, they sort of overlap with each other. I encourage you to do so. And if you enjoyed this episode, please, please share it with a friend, a loved one, and subscribe to whatever channel you're listening to. Once again, I'm Dr. Jeff Ludwig. This is the Wellness 717 Podcast. It is sponsored by Camp Hill Family Chiropractic. And as we begin our week, I encourage you all to be well and be blessed. Have a great week, everyone. Mm-hmm.